What up, everybody, and welcome to Sook Sports Sunday. Uh, I was trying to wait until all the games were over, but I i don't know about you. It, uh, I'm out of season form for March Madness. You can tell it's our first real one back. So this is coming at you during the Arizona-TCU game. Arizona 67, TCU 65 at this moment. But so much March Madness to get into, so let's get right into it. Strap it and suit up. It's Sook Sports Sunday. Welcome back, everyone. Ah, I am not kidding. So, as you know, two years ago, no March Madness and no conference championships. Uh, and then last year, it was the bubble. It just didn't it didn't feel right, did not feel like the real March Madness. Um, and this year, we got it back. I was so grateful for it and still so grateful for it. But, man, it I, I think watching March Madness is a sport in itself. It is, it is four days of... Hours. I mean, literally 12-hour games of, of watching that you have to watch, and sometimes multiple at a time. Um, I couldn't even get all five of them on my TV during the first day, so I was out. Not to mention, we started on St. Patrick's Day. Whatever cruel trick it is, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, it is a great excuse to be in an Irish pub and get to watch basketball all day and have a reason for doing that and not feel like you're, you know, brushing off work. But... By golly, this was an exciting, exciting time, exhausting time. We got one more game left of the round of 32. Uh, right now, TCU making free throws, about to tie it up if this next one goes in, 67-67, uh, which what an upset that would be to end the day. I uh, did not did not see Arizona going down. I, th- I think they'll still pull through. But so awesome, so filling, and that is without even trying to watch the other sports, which I did watch a handful Um and screw it, I'll just run through those right now. LeBron, uh, as the Lakers continue to be hellaciously bad, uh, continues to get stat after stat, is now second on the all-time scoring list, so good for him. Uh, Jocelyn Allo, uh, obviously Sooners, uh, 25-0. and 0. They have run-rolled in over 60% of their games, and she has hit over 100 home runs. Absolutely unbelievable what this OU Sooner softball team is doing. Um, also in the NIT, some great games coming out of that. Uh, the Wahoos, Virginia moving into the bracket, would have played Oklahoma, but Oklahoma could not get it done tonight against St. Bonaventure. Um, yes, I was watching the NIT on the big screen with all of the March Madness on the little screen because I love my Sooners that much. Uh, but so Porter Moser's first season as a Sooner head coach comes to an end, a little short of me getting to see them at Madison Square Garden. Such a shame. But Sooner women's basketball uh, winning their first round game. And that's the thing, guys. We're not over. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the second uh, round of round for the women. And so tomorrow, after, you know, watch staying up until the wee hours of the night last night to watch the Gonzaga game and Sooner women play their round of 64 game, then right back into it tomorrow. And then we've got the NIT on Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't stop. This is madness and not just for the players. Um, but Sooner women putting on a hell of a show and huge, huge upset with women. Creighton, their men couldn't get it done, but their ladies could. Creighton taking out Iowa in the second round, 64-62. 
Uh, what an impressive, impressive game that was. Um, as I mentioned, I think you know South Carolina and NC State are going to be rolling until this thing is over. Um, but what an impressive performance by them. Huge shout-out to the Creighton women getting it done. Um, but now, back to what I have been plugged into, March Madness, and what madness it has been. So my favorite storyline so far, we have a 15-seed St. Peter's from right here in Jersey City, only the third ever uh, 15 seed to make the Sweet 16. Granted, one of them was Oral Roberts U last year, and then a few years ago with Florida Gulf Coast. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're slowing down. I mean, Purdue, yes, ended up pulling this one out, but Texas was giving them a run for the money after going scoreless for almost 10 minutes. Came back to win that. Um, and I love what their coach said. Their coach coming out and saying, "Hey, I got guys from New York and New Jersey. You think we're afraid of anything?" Um, and absolutely love it. So obviously that's the big storyline, Cinderella story, playing unbelievable ball. Uh, and then other big storyline, one seed, we got Drew Timmy uh, battling back after a hellacious first half last night for Gonzaga, coming back and literally willing his team to victory. Zags making it to the Sweet 16. But let let's uh, let's go back. Those are those are the two big storylines coming in. Uh, other one seeds, Kansas still playing. Uh, Baylor did get knocked out by UNC. But let's let's get to the bracket. So starting on the round of 64. Now, if you listen to my Silk Sports Minute on Friday, you would have uh, gotten the highlights from that. But but we'll brush over it real quick. So so most of the bigger seeds were winning. You had Auburn knocking out uh, Javel State. Um, you had all of the one seeds winning their round of 64 games. But then the huge upset with St. Peter's, my fairy tale Cinderella story, knocking out Kentucky. Very, very impressive by them. Um, but obviously, all the other one seeds winning. Um, only other huge upsets on the first day. Um, you uh, you had Notre Dame over Alabama, which I did call in my bracket. Sorry, I'm trying to compare my bracket to what I reported on the podcast to what is going on and process this hazy mind of four straight days of football. Oh, TCU took the lead. How about that? Um, so we might have another one seed going down. Uh, but yeah, Gonzaga beating Georgia State. Boise State, the eight seed, be, uh, losing to number nine Memphis in the consolation bracket of who's going to lose next to Gonzaga. Uh, New Mexico State upsetting UConn. Pretty pretty big. Look, we always get that 12 over five. I picked the wrong one. I happened to think it was going to be UAB over Houston. I was not impressed by Houston through their conference tournament and especially in that conference championship game. Um, and UAB, I was I was on the bus. I was all about it, uh, and that was the wrong one to call. As uh, five seed Houston did beat UAB, but two of the other ones you did have New Mexico State beating UConn, very very impressive, and then Richmond, the mighty mighty Spiders upsetting Iowa, um, which a lot of people thought was going to be the Big Ten's best chance at, you know, really coming through to this tournament. After going in with nine teams, kind of crazy that your five seed was what you were hedging all your bets on, but getting upset by Richmond in the first round. So they say, you know, always pick a 12 over five. It's going to happen. I did, but I picked UAB and was wrong. So shout out to Richmond and shout out to New Mexico State. For winning those five seed matches, um, obviously the last one, St. Mary's over Indiana. After Indiana having to play that play-in game, I will say one of the best moments of the tournament, though, Indiana 
a ball got stuck. They had a ref on a ladder with the sweeper trying to knock it out. And a cheerleader was like, hey, I got this. Throws a girl up in hands, gets her under the basket, puts her up in extension. If you guys didn't know, I was a collegiate cheerleader for Oklahoma. Um, puts her in extension and the cheerleader just knocks it out. Like, no, no, no questions asked. Absolutely wonderful moment. If it doesn't make one shining moment, I will be... Very, very surprised. Um, but unfortunately, getting the ball out was not enough to lift up their team. Uh, St. Mary's did beat Indiana. So those are your fives over 12. But how about that? Two 12s coming over the fives. Uh, Arkansas taking out Vermont. Uh, the upset by Notre Dame after playing in to beat Alabama. And honestly, honestly, they were really holding on. I'm getting ahead of myself to the round of 32. They were holding on against Tech, uh, but just could not outlast them. Um, Tech rolling over Montana State um, was very, very impressive. The Big 12 went undefeated men's and women's in the first two rounds uh, and the NIT, if you count that. Um, Oklahoma, really, really impressive by the Big 12. First time they've ever gone undefeated since 2009. And as you know, uh, first time they had two one seeds going into the tournament since 2003. Uh, but not so fast, was short-lived. Uh, Michigan State, Tom Izzo's team getting it done against the Fighting Staff Currys. Um, Duke beating uh, Cal State Fullerton, which, look, this Duke team is good. I, I know uh, for all the haters out there, kind of me included, I would not have minded. I, I'm, I'm okay with it either way. I, I would like the prospect of Coach K either winning it all and getting a fairy tale ending and what the hell, and then Duke Falling to shambles, I know he's picked the guy who's replacing him and is going to be active on the bench. Um, wow, TCU up again, 72-70, two minutes left. Um, you guys are going to listen to this tomorrow, and it's not going to be nearly as impressive as me seeing it live. Uh, nor is my enthusiasm, because I'm just just running out of gas, guys. It's four days. Um, I forgot how intense it was, and I tried to watch. I mean, I did. I watched three NIT games four women's games and two softball games during this four-day stretch. Uh, and, and you know, some Irish movies because it was St. Patrick's Day. Um, but anyway, I, I could kind of be okay with them going all the way. I also would have been kind of okay if they just got knocked out, like if the whole victory tour had ended in the round of 64. Now that they're getting close, I'm like, all right, what is the best play? Do I want to be a hater and see them like get to a Final Four just to lose it? But then they're still getting a banner um, in you know Coach K's last year. So I don't know. Verdict's out on what I want to happen for Duke, but the verdict is in. This is a good team. Um, then you had Baylor beating Norfolk State, as you guys know or should know if you've ever made a bracket. Uh, only one 16 seed has ever beat a one seed. So how about that? Uh, UNC playing with Oklahoma transfer Brady Manick, uh, beating Marquette. St. Mary's over Indiana, as I said. My dark horse, UCLA, uh, surviving the Akron Zips out of the MAC conference. That game was actually uncomfortably close down the stretch. Um, I was like, if I lose a Final Four team in my bracket to a Mac team. I'm just, I'm not going to, I'll be so sad. Um, and then uh, the upset we all thought might come, but didn't. Virginia Tech lost to Texas. Texas actually looking pretty impressive, both in that game and almost coming back against Purdue, but not able to get it done. Uh, Purdue obviously beating Yale pretty handily. Uh, Murray State, tremendous win over San Francisco. Really, really showed a lot of energy and enthusiasm down the stretch. Um, the aforementioned St. Peter's over Kentucky. Uh, Arizona coasting through Wright State. Uh, TCU beating Seton Hall to get this game with Arizona that they are playing now. 
uh, as I mentioned, Houston over UAB, Illinois over Chattanooga. Um, Illinois let me down a little bit, especially with their giant dude in the middle. Um, and all names are escaping me. So don't, don't, don't come to this for the in-depth analysis. Come to this for the, for the guy, the guy you made your bracket with and you're, you're bullshitting with at the bar. Um, that, cause that's, that's who I am right now. I've, I've been in the virtual bar of watching March Madness for four days now. Um, but Illinois just beaten Chattanooga, which gave me worried signs and then losing to Houston pretty, pretty heartily today. Ha- almost had it, almost had it. And then just Houston pulled away and they could not get back. Uh, Michigan upsetting Colorado state. No coaches were punched in the handshaking line. So that's an improvement. Uh, Tennessee demolishing Longwood, uh, Ohio state beating Loyola. Everybody wanted Loyola. Uh, and I was like, guys, this, this team has graduated. Most of those guys, this is an Ohio state team that has played in a rigorous, rigorous big 10. Um, they're going to get out of this. No problem. Uh, Villanova demolishing Delaware, Kansas one seed over Texas Southern. Go figure. Uh, Creighton, another nine seed. Those eight nines are such coin flips. Uh, and I feel bad because if you win the 8-9 game, your reward is playing a one seed. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be better to to be like a 13 and have to play a four? Because like if you happen to skirt by, like like a, I mean like Richmond, okay, or Iowa. Uh, granted, yes, you'd want to be a five if you were a nine, but Richmond beat Iowa and got to play a four seed Providence instead of a one seed Kansas. I, I just, something something doesn't seem right about that. I understand that it's because if the chalk line holds for, you know, eight would have been the highest remaining seed. And so eight plays one. I get it. But it never plays out like that. So maybe maybe we need to reseed after the round of 64, but I don't know. Um, but anyway, Richmond beating Iowa. Providence beating South Dakota State. South Dakota State has that one cat, unbelievably talented. Uh, the most complete player I think I've seen and just I I was really pulling for them to be Providence they did not and now Providence is all the way into the Sweet 16 um Iowa State I called this one upsetting LSU uh, LSU doesn't really have a coach and Iowa State took advantage of it winning uh Wisconsin not falling to Colgate in the first round uh and then the speed and s- quickness of the smalls of Miami overcoming the size of USC so that rounds out the Round of 64. Now, if you're paying any attention, you would have already known that, but I would have been remiss not to go over it. So then today and yesterday, round of 32, uh, Gonzaga comeback win late last night over Memphis. And, and again, this uh, it showed me something in this team that I have not seen before. Because this team has, it's hard to say they choked when they you know never made it to the Final Four, never made it to the Final Four. Well, then they did. Uh, and then they you know lose in a championship team uh, against a very, very good Baylor team last year. It, it's hard to call that a choke, but the the, the narrative is still out there. Uh, but this team did not choke, was down, chips were all against them, ended up beating Memphis. Great, great comeback performance. And and uh, Timmy, I, I, I hate him. I hate his mustache. I hate everything about him. Uh from a playing perspective, I don't. Ha- I, I don't hate people. There's no. There's no people I hate. But I don't enjoy watching him play. But he did will his team to victory. Very impressive. Uh, Arkansas ending New Mexico State run. Um, also, also closer than I thought it was. Um, and that was also during the Oklahoma women's game. The end of it. So I wasn't watching the very end. And Arkansas went up and then didn't surrender. So 
Good to them. Uh, Texas Tech taking care of Notre Dame. Looking solid. Uh, look, Notre, Notre Dame hung with them, and that's very impressive from a team that had to do the play-in. But, but Tech was Tech was just too good down the stretch. Um, I like I like this Texas Tech team a lot. I think they're playing with a lot of fire. They're they're angry that Coach Beard you know left them. Most hated man in Texas um, after going to Texas, ironically. But this this Tech team has some of that tournament, uh, just just like pizzazz. I, I mean, they're just they're just. They play hard. They play on the edge. They never look like they're out. And granted, they haven't really been tested that much yet. Um, but Notre, Notre Dame was pushing them, and and Tech clearly, clearly battled through that. So way to go, Tech, on that. Uh, Duke, finally, uh, in Tom Izzo's last face-off with Coach K. Uh, again, that game, that game was very close down the stretch. But then the end of it, Duke just pulled away. Um, and this Duke team is good. That is actually probably the game I'm most interested in uh, in the Sweet 16. But we will get there because I want to help you for any of you are redoing your brackets for the Sweet 16 because um, there's there's still money to be made, guys. Don't don't give up. Now, an, an upset I did call. I did have this in my bracket, uh, much, much to the chagrin of my bracket group. Uh, North Carolina over Baylor, man. Uh, Baylor just, they're still missing... Two of their players that made them this team that they were playing against a North Carolina team. Now, granted, there was the huge fake flagrant two on Brady Manick, Oklahoma transfer, um, that that should should not have been a flagrant. And after he went out, this game got very uncomfortably close. Uh, but North, North Carolina was the better team today, and they played it all day. Uh, did not bounce back very well from the Brady Manick situation. But, oh, man, okay. 43 seconds left. This is getting interesting. And, oh, TCU is now up 75, 72, 36 seconds left. How about that? I'm sure that's great, great podcasting for you to listen to. Um, but, yeah, Brady Manic went out. But his his presence and that threw him off a little bit. That This is a good team. I still I still like UCLA. I, I've had them in my Final Four since the beginning. Um and I would not count them out, especially with how much Purdue struggled today with Texas and how much I, uh, n- no offense, I don't think St. Peter's is going to get past Purdue. But if they do, I don't think that's much of a threat to UCLA. So I stick by that. I think UCLA to the Final Four. Uh, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, UCLA hardly defeating St. Mary's. Uh, Purdue playing very, very close to Texas. Texas getting it close. Um but these Big Ten teams, man, they've got something. Oh, wow. And Arizona with the three-pointer with 12 seconds left. This is interesting. This is this is great. This is, of course, of course. I'm like, I'm going to record early because I'm tired and Arizona has a comfortable lead. And then by the time I get out my recording equipment and I'm watching, it's a tie game and now it's back and forth. This is this is madness. This is why they call it March Madness. And it's awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, St. Peter's. Looking great against Murray State. Very, very happy for them. Um, and I would love for them to give Purdue a game. I will be watching intently. I will be cheering for them. I don't care that I have Purdue in my bracket. Um, I love the Cinderella story. And I I think Purdue is probably the hardest team to beat out of that bracket. Um, I like UCLA's matchup with them. And that's why I had UCLA in the Final Four. Um, but I think if St. Peter's can get through Purdue 
and then UCLA, especially with, you know, no Baylor left and already taking out 2 seed Kentucky, St. Peter's could be in the Final Four, and I would love a 15 seed in the Final Four. It would be very cool. Uh, then we go down to the next bracket, Arizona TCU, which is tied right now, 13 seconds left, pretty amazing. Um, but Houston, taking out Illinois, as I mentioned, uh, bummer. I, I didn't have Illinois going any further than the Sweet 16, but I did have them getting there. Uh, I, I, I definitely don't think Houston will pose a threat. However, if TCU gets in, TCU has a matchup. Oh, oh man, buzzer beater, but don't count the basket. This thing's going to overtime. Madness ensues. Well, guys, I, I might get to broadcast throughout the entire rest of this game. How about that? Um, but Houston, now Houston, I think, has a better matchup with TCU than they do against Arizona. Arizona, I think, rolls Houston. I don't even think it's close. Um, I'm talking like 15 points here. Uh, TCU, Houston, I I would give TCU the lead just because the momentum they'd be riding from it, but but a lot a lot closer. That, that would be a coin flip for me, but Arizona, I think, rolls Houston. Then we get down. Uh, Michigan upset my little darling, my Tennessee Vols. I... Thought they were going the whole way to the Final Four. That is the only Final Four team I have lost in any of my brackets. Um, and, and good good for Michigan. I mean, Michigan was was on, on the outside looking in for much of the end of the season. Uh, this is now the first time they have won back-to-back games since mid-February, I think was the stat. Um, so very... Very impressive run by them. I mean, taking out a very good Tennessee team after getting the upset in the first round. Uh, now, they will have their hands full, though, because Villanova beat up on Ohio State. This very good, fast Ohio State team that gave Michigan all they can handle this year. And now you've got Nova, Michigan. Um, we'll, we'll get to that when I get to the Sweet 16. Uh, Kansas ending Creighton's run. Uh, was close in the middle, but I it was never really in doubt. It was not a game that I was sitting there tensed, being worried for Kansas, uh, who I do have as my winner in my main bracket, um, and I still I still like them. I, I like their path especially, um, which we'll also get to. Iowa State getting the upset over Wisconsin. I know Big Cat, a part of my take, will be very sad, um, but. Yeah, Iowa State uh, came in and and gave tried to give it to Wisconsin at one point, and uh, they just wouldn't take it. Iowa State, with the speed, just overcame them. And then big upset of the day, Miami over Auburn. Um, that happened to be during the Oklahoma NIT game, so I was watching it on the tiny screen, which, man, Oklahoma, when we are shooting well, we are very hard to compete, and that's how we beat a Baylor team. That's how we competed with a Kansas team. But when we go cold, we go ice cold, and it is very sad. Um, but Miami taking out Auburn um, and heartily too. This was this was a this was a beatdown. I mean, 79-61, 18 point win. Um, this this Miami small ball thing has got something to it. I would be. I am very interested to see that against Iowa State. And speaking of, let us go over to the Sweet 16. Um, we're still obviously waiting on one matchup. So we start with Gonzaga, Arkansas. I personally, I said it before and I'll say it again, I think Gonzaga had the easiest path of anyone to get there. Um, I, I I don't think this game is going to be very good. Uh, I think Gonzaga now knows what, what they can't do uh, and what they did in the first half of the round of 32. Um, 
I, I but I think I think they're going to be up big over Arkansas. So I would take Gonzaga over Arkansas. Now the next game, I told you already, this is the most interesting game to me: uh, Duke versus Texas Tech. This one is going to be tough because Duke is playing with a lot of emotion. Duke is winning games in a manner that I didn't think they were going to win games in. They haven't had any of their patches of inconsistency on defense that I was used to seeing through the ACC tournament. Um, but I told you, this Tech team plays with a fire. Um, I I will be brave here and go Texas Tech. Uh yeah. Yeah. No, I just will. I just I think I think Duke is Duke is playing on house money with with the fact that they haven't fallen short yet. And uh, I like I like tech here. I really do. Then after that, we have North Carolina UCLA. Um, I would love to think the Tar Heels could keep rolling, but I like this UCLA bef- team before and I still do. Um, and I think North Carolina is much less of a threat. I did think uh, they were going to be Baylor, but I, I thought Baylor would have been a harder matchup for UCLA, so I'm still taking UCLA in that one. And then Purdue St. Peter's. I'm I'm in love with the St. Peter's team. I would be so happy to see them do it. I would love to watch them play an Elite Eight game versus UCLA or North Carolina. Um, but I, I, I think the Boilermakers are going to keep on steaming through. Uh, then we are still waiting on an opponent for Houston. Um Again, I, I mean, I already, I already said, I think if it's Arizona, I think Arizona rolls Houston. I think with TCU, it's a coin toss that probably leans TCU, but I could be, I could be, I could be wrong there. Um, but if it's Arizona, which I mean, it's still tied 75, 75 right now. So who knows who it'll be? Um, but I, I would lean, I would lean the winner of this game wins against Houston. Uh, then Michigan Villanova. Uh, this Villanova team, it's hard to think of a two seed as a sleeper, um, but Knight has these teams so ready to go. They look so prepared, rolling over opponents, like they don't even look phased. You know, they, they won in 2016, they won in 2018, due for another one. I, I think Villanova gets out of this game easily uh, against Michigan. Now, granted, look, the Big Ten was harder than we all know. But Villanova taking taking care of Ohio State. I think they're going to take care of Michigan as well. Then we have Kansas and Providence. I doubted Providence in the first round, and I'm going to do it again. Fool me twice, shame on me. Um, Kansas, Kansas, I still think is the tournament team, big uh, Final Four team from this bracket. Uh, they're the most complete team, uh, especially if Iowa State happened to beat Miami. Kansas would have a huge, huge mental advantage over Iowa State. Because, um, I mean, the the Big 12, you know, p- some people joking, called the Big 12 championship the Bill Self Invitational. Because, you know, it's Kansas. It's Kansas or no one. That is Big 12 basketball. And you get some other teams in there. Oklahoma has had some great ones with Buddy Heald, everything. But, but it is Kansas and then everyone else. Uh, and this year, the Big 12 was so good, and Kansas was the best of that. Uh, so I like them over Providence and in the next round. Uh, and then this Iowa-Miami, Iowa State-Miami game uh, is confusing to me because I didn't think either of them would be here. Um, I love the fire with Iowa State was playing today. Uh, they were playing like they were winning. They they did not play to, like, not to lose. They they played to win, and they look like they're, oh, man, somebody on TCU has a bad nosebleed. That is not, not good. Um just nasty. Uh, hopefully they get that fixed so we can get the last three minutes of overtime. 
Uh, but I I think Iowa State's luck runs out against Miami. I think Miami just is the is the more repeatable performance. Also, if you told me before the tournament that Iowa State was going to have a period like Texas did today, where they go nine minutes without making a basket. I would have believed you 100%. Uh, this is a team that I've seen go ice cold. This is a team that my Oklahoma Sooners, who just lost to St. Bonaventure, also from New York, um, beat. And uh, I think Iowa State's playing on playing on house money, and the luck is just about to run out. I would have to take Miami over that. Um, then I'll tell you, I'll take Kansas over Miami. I will take Villanova over whoever wins this game versus Houston and whoever wins that game again. I still, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm big on this UCLA team. They have been closer in all of these games than I would have thought, but I'm still very, very high on them. I'll take UCLA over Purdue and the Elite Eight. And yeah, I still got to take the Zags. I uh, I think whoever gets out of Texas Tech Duke, which I do think is going to be Tech, uh, is going to be so exhausted. I think that is a grueling game, and I think the Zags just have it together to get past whoever it is. So I'll take the Zags out of there. Um, so for the final four, we got Gonzaga, UCLA, Nova, and Kansas, uh, which would be so boring after all of this to be like, yes, a one seed, a two seed, a four seed, and a one seed, which I, I mean, I guess is uh, there, there's some parody there. It's not, you know, one, 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 um, I think I think anything going going against uh, Arizona, but Air, I don't know the way Arizona is struggling with a TCU team that uh, great, great, great team. I mean, good, good basketball team. Look, it was hard to win games in the Big Twelve this year. I told you that. I've told you that before. I'll tell you that again. Uh, and as I continue to talk about how I wish Oklahoma got to play more, I'll tell you it more. Um, but it was hard to win games, and this TCU team put together a hell of a season and is now competing with a with a very, very good Arizona team. Um, but from Arizona's perspective, they are getting competed with by TCU. So uh, I had a lot of faith in Arizona coming out of this bracket, but now I, I would have to go Nova. Uh, they just have looked the most prepared. Um, honestly, even over the Zags, um, just have looked the most un. Phased. I mean, of those four Final Four teams I named, that Kansas game in uh, the round of 32, uh, the first half of that Gonzaga game in the round of 32, and then the US uh, UCLA game in the opening round, um, way, way closer, like way more in doubt than they needed to be at any point. Um, and now, obviously, uh, you know, one one missed bucket away from Arizona being being sent home early by TCU. Uh, I don't have as much faith in any of these teams. So if I had to pick a champion from all of those, this Villanova team is is impressive. They're just very good. They're very well coached. They they run the offense well. They play strong defense. And they're they're gonna make you battle the entire game. They're not gonna make dumb decisions. They're not gonna get turnovers. They're 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 playing in their prime. All the time, and uh, while they are not maybe athletically as gifted as some of these other teams, um, and that's not a knock on them. They are, they are still very athletically gifted, um, but, you know, they, they don't have a Chet Holgram. Uh, they they just, they are going to be day in, day out consistent, and that is the the one thing in this tournament I have not seen so far, as, as every team has struggled. Um, 
So so keep keep an eye out for for Nova, man. Uh, get 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 your V's out and uh, get get ready because this should be a fun run. But man, what a fun four days this was. I really am exhausted, a little bummed that I won't get to go down to Madison Square Garden and watch my Sooners. I might still go to the NIT. It's a fun night out for the guys. Um, I don't have to go courtside since it's not the Sooners. So you know you can get seventeen dollar tickets in the one hundred section. That's that's worth watching a college basketball championship. Like why why not? So, guys, that is it. Uh, we are waiting. We are right now uh, in the final minute of this TCU-Arizona game. TCU might have just lost it uh, with a foul down three. So, Arizona might be able to seal this one with a couple free throws here. Um, but some absolutely wonderful, wonderful basketball. I will give you a recap of some of this in a more succinct form. Uh, in my six sports minutes, uh, Monday through Friday at noon, I will also do a little more deep dive on the women's tournament because uh, some absolutely wonderful, wonderful basketball going on there, uh, which I will get to catch up more on tomorrow because uh, there will not be consecutive back-to-back-to-back-to-back basketball games for the men to take all of my attention. Uh, we also have... NBA wrapping up its regular season. We are down to, I believe, the last 10 games, sometimes less for some of the teams. Uh, Baseball, they're playing preseason. I'm getting score alerts that my Rangers are already getting their tail kicked in the preseason. But by God, we got some new players. Uh, So that's very exciting. Lots lots and lots to go over. March, it's some of the most exciting time of the year because so many sports. I I say that October and the end of baseball – uh, when you got football in the middle in full swing, you're getting in playoffs for uh, hockey and, and all of this very exciting stuff. I think October, oh, and the, the very beginning of uh, NBA season, October is amazing, and then March is amazing because you just have all the sports all the time. Ah, yeah, just missed a three-point attempt for TCU. This thing should be over. 37 seconds left. Um, but really, a, a very, very exciting time for sports because there's so much going on, some good golf going on, some interesting stuff uh, in international sports with Champions League. So please be sure to tune into Six Sports Minutes every Monday through Friday at approximately noon for those. And I will do my uh, bracket redux picks for that once I have more time to look through more tape and everything. Ah, 9.5 seconds left and the dunk. Wildcats up five. This thing should be over but as you know they're going to drag it out um but be listening for those all week and any other sports and as always if there is any sport you would like to hear me cover or want more insight on your team or your game do not be afraid to ask tweet me or instagram me at at sook underscore sports s-o-o-k underscore sports uh, and i will get that for you And, yep, that does it. That is your final, Arizona 85, TCU 80. So Arizona survives. We'll play Houston, who I think they will handle quite well in the next round. Um, But your Sweet 16 is set. What a wonderful, wonderful four days. You can't even call it a weekend. It was literally straight up Thursday at lunchtime that this started. But what a wonderful four days of basketball. So many other sports. Oh, and I didn't even begin to talk about all the contracts going on in free agency. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff happening there. So, so make sure to tune in. It's a great time for sports, and I'm happy to have you with me. And thanks for tuning in to Sook Sports Sunday. <laughs>